music. It's unlicensed, so you won't get blocked when you use it. This is High Dollar by Weiler. This is the fourth and one podcast, however, that it's being played on. Uh, Anchor.fm slash fourth and one at Instagram at fourth and one podcast. As always, it's the worst podcast in the world, and we're live from Lancaster, England, it's Pennsylvania. Captain Fatty right along. Mr. Boring. Yo, Mr. Boring, I have a quick question before I talk about like the main thing that we that I'm going to get into. How much money good, did you make us last week? Oh, well, if you would have listened, I would have made you a gaggle. Listen, uh, I I told you to bet four things. I only missed on one of them. <laughs> so you should have walked away with more money than you started with because I did. Ladies and gentlemen, I am back. I am red hot again. I got more picks for you this week. woo how about that week zero, though, bro? Yeah, okay, huh? so this is what I wanted to start off. First of all, I would like to apologize. Um, and I'm not going to – it's not even like I'm going to take the chance to apologize to absolutely no one. Um, I, I, I want to apologize to the great state of the kingdom of Hawaii um, for absolutely <laughs> overestimating your skill level. Um, because the boys of Nashville flew out eight hour, ten hour flight to your uh, island yeah. in Honolulu. Now, mind you, these boys, they're not really made for football. They play in one of the toughest conferences in the nation. And they decided to absolutely curb stomp you. Um, oh, yeah. Right At up and home. down the field. Guys, yeah. I went, of the seven games that I bet on, I went five and two, which first of all, I'm gonna give myself a high hey. five. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, Way to go. That's claps worthy, okay? Um, I was absolutely wrong <laughs> about Hawaii. I was thinking yeah. it's a home game. They got this. It's Vanderbilt. It's not like it's a hard SEC school. And if Michigan did not put up triple digit points against Hawaii, <laughs> we have an issue. What was the, I have to look at the final score here. I have a sixty-three pulled up. to seven. Sixty-three to ten. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, the quarterback enough. only threw for a hundred and sixty-one yards. At least I hope that's Vanderbilt's quarterback. I have to look at this to make sure it is. Vanderbilt ran no, for four hundred and four yards. That's the Hawaii quarterback. The Hawaii quarterback passed for almost two hundred yards. With a 90% passer rating and a completions percentage, not great, of 50.4, and got run over. Yeah. Well, it's a little misleading. Hawaii's passing stats are always misleading because it's air raid, and so it's a bunch of short, quick passes. I, I, I fell asleep before the game even started. Listen, getting old sucks, but that is what it is. What it do, baby. So... What it do, baby. But... But yeah, it, I mean, I did not expect a 63 to 10 beatdown. I'm just happy that they covered. I mean, Vanderbilt kind of hit the cover all by themselves, but woo baby, was it I I not not expecting that. And 110% right along there with you, bud. Um I'm I'm going to You know what I did expect though. Well, I was going to get to that. We'll keep track of me, my record at least and obviously Makaya's bets as well. Um, again, if for those of you who didn't listen last week, um, we made a bunch. We made you a bunch of money. Long story short. Um, again, I was five and two with this. So if you just picked indiv- made individual bets, you still made money. I put them in parlay. Um, also, just before we get into it. This is week one, and you got at least 15 weeks of this, um, roughly, uh, of me and Makai talking. So we're going to break. This is the format, and I'm going to say it once for those of you listening who are real fans. First, we're going to recap, which is Makai's is about to do for you. Second, we're going to make you money. Third, Simeon's going to be ridiculous. And fourth, we're going to end the podcast. So let us move on. Love it. With... Uh, a little bit more, Makai. I I don't want to interrupt you. You're on a good spot with uh, what yeah, happened I, last week. 
Well, and you and in the text message, you said you wanted the highlights, the lowlights, and this had some of both. So, but what we weren't expecting was Hawaii to get absolutely trounced at home by the worst team in the SEC. What I think a lot of people also weren't expecting, but you kind of expected it, was what happened in between Nebraska and Northwestern. Simeon, let me tell you a little story. The beginning of every August, I get a little itchy. I start acting like uh, a Coke addict who hasn't had Coke for three days. Okay. okay. I start itching things. I start getting a little antsy. So what I normally do is I normally uh, watch full game replays that are playing on the television or I'll turn on college football highlights on the uh, YouTube, the good old tube, or I'll do some of both, okay? And the one video I watched on YouTube when I was getting a little itchy was a 15-minute video called The Best 3-9 and Team Ever. And it had to deal with the 2021 Nebraska Cornhuskers, yep. who lost every game by one score. Their last nine games, they went 0-9, and, and they, it was a one-score game. I'm sorry, they lost all nine games by single digits, I should say. Okay, they're, they out in almost every loss, they outgained every opponent, and their point spread was even, which means that they put up a lot of points, but they also gave up a lot of points. But that is what it is. So everyone's expecting Nebraska to come in. Go listen to last week's episode. We kind of talked about it a little bit. I'm watching the game, the second half of that game. Nebraska has an 11-point lead in the third quarter. And I, it was almost like watching a replay on YouTube. Like you knew it was coming. What does Nebraska do? They blow an 11-point lead. They lose by one score. I made a lot of people money because they said take Northwestern plus the 13.5. So you better have taken it. And that's where we are. So Nebraska gets off to no one one start. Meanwhile, Northwestern, on the other hand, they get off after being the worst team in their division last year and worst team in their conference. They get off to a fantabulous start, and they are 1-0. They were both in Ireland. Now Nebraska has to swish out their mouth and get a chance to play. North Dakota, as you said, Simeon, it's not state, but they're still pretty good. And move on from there. Um. I didn't get to watch as much of that game as I wanted to. We watched some of the highlights. Casey Thompson did throw for 350 yards. Um, yeah. Three turnovers, though. Yeah. it's it, it, Nebraska looked rough. Let's just put it that way. And if this is going to be how they're going to play for the rest of the season, Scott Frost is getting fired at the end of the year. And that's all I'm going to say about that. A couple- well, I, 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 I don't think... Let's not panic yet. Oh, I'm not like, panicking. That's uh, that's why I clarified. Is, with the hit. is one game. However, what's not going to help Scott Frost is, and Simeon, you missed it. They go up 11. They score a touchdown. They go up 11. And mind Third you, quarter. I'm not a bad listener. We were at my grandfather's funeral. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's celebration of celebration life. Celebration of life. R.I.P. Grandpa. R.I.P. Grandpa. Uh, <laughs> they're up 11. Go blow. Scott Frost on onside kicks. Yes, I remember that. And I, I don't know why. And everybody questions their life. Insider Robert seems to think that Frost was like, well, we can't stop them, so we might as well just try to pour it on. Right. Have them either steal a possession, or if we don't get it anyway, then they score quick, then we have more time. Either way, I think it's a dumb idea. But Northwestern, I mean, Nebraska's defense, which was actually fairly decent last year, was being gashed by Northwestern's running game. I mean, it wasn't two-yard runs, three-yard, five-yard, six-yard. It was 15, 30, 40-yard runs that was just gashing the Cornhuskers. Yeah, that word, for some reason, makes me uncomfortable. Um, Gashing? A a couple of the other games that we saw was UConn-Utah State. UConn did not look horrible for a team that looked horrible in the previous seasons. They they did lose, however, 20-31 to Utah State. Um, 14 nothing lead. What? 14 nothing lead? They had a 14 nothing lead early in that game. So they weren't able to execute, basically, is what I'm hearing. The Penn State transfer, Roberson, quarterback, got knocked out. And then, yeah, they weren't able to execute down the stretch. Oh, good. I did pick Utah State. I thought For some reason, I thought I didn't. Um, the other games that we talked about was Illinois-Wyoming. Uh, thought that was going to be more of a challenge. Was not. Watch out, big. Watch out. 
watch out defensive coordinators, specifically D-line coaches, <laughs> I think, because I guarantee you, uh, well, let me look here. Oh, no, that was a pass-heavy game, wasn't it? Well, that's what Illinois wanted to go more to. Illinois wanted to go more of quick kind of throws, a little more uh, reliant on the pass, and then but still be able to kind of power run it, which I think is not a great plan, but it is what it is, I guess. But it, I, I was impressed by Illinois. I mean, they kind of did what they were supposed to do with Wyoming, and unfortunately, Wyoming really didn't have a quarterback <laughs> to until re- really recently, like legitimately. Yeah. So I was impressed. Oh, okay, that's it. Um, uh, no, that's kind of it. Yeah. No, I mean, what, what do you? <laughs> we're what we're not planning. No, we're not. It's week zero. I'm not planning on much from you. Uh, Florida Atlantic yeah, yeah. did beat uh, Charlotte. I'm not expecting a comment here. Uh, 43-13, so good go, good good on the Owls. Uh, Nevada beat Mexico State by 11. Um, U- UTEMP lost. So North Texas, 31-13, almost 300 yards for the kid quarterback. I'm hoping, as I click on this guy's name, that he's the Galvin Hardinson. Um, oh, that was the UTEMP Miners. Yikes. Okay, well, look at me being wrong. Um, and then lastly, of course, we already went Vandy uh, 63-10 over Hawaii. Moving on to uh, a more important week. Normally that segment will be longer, um, but we're going to move on. I'll allow it. Do you, do you want to – is this the point in the podcast where we answer the mother's questions? Uh, yeah, let's answer the mother's questions. It's time for mother's questions. Um, time for mother's And then we got questions. one little thing that will affect – Kind of, but not really, that we have to quote Robert for technically texting us first, even though he was almost beat by our own sister or your wife. I forget which one. Um, mm. And then we'll move on to the week. Let's answer his mother's questions, Mom. I mean, Makai. All right. So here we go. Um, Mom says in our about our quote about um, oh us being more scared of dad in terms of uh, our swearing. As long as you keep hearing my voice in your head about not using crude language, I'm okay with dad is more scary than I am. That is great. Um, that wasn't Mom a question. Asked, Did you, it wasn't. It was more of a statement. Did you really watch the FAU game during the celebration of life? No, mother, I did not. Um we didn't. I'm not sure where that came up during the podcast. I did, however, during the reception of the Celebration of Life, watch the um, Nebraska-Northwestern game. Simeon, just so you know, your video yep, is I know. Frozen. My camera's weird. Okay. Just keep moving on. Okay, great. I just want to make sure you're still there. Yep. Uh, Mom, it kind of pains me a little bit. You don't know what does JT sh- was short meant. Simeon, you want to take over that one? Uh <laughs> The fuck you are. Um, that's what you get for that, Mother. Uh, for those of you watching, sorry, I'm going to fix my video here in a second. Um, JT was short was the greatest uh, injustice in the history of mankind. Um, oh, going that far yeah. now, are we? Uh, this was 2016. Uh, Ohio State, uh, Michigan, uh, Michigan's tied. We're in the horseshoe, if I'm remembering correctly. In overtime. In overtime. Michigan's up three. Fourth and four, I want to say. Or maybe yeah, fourth like and that. three. Uh, play, the, the the throwing play that they had called uh, deteriorates. JT Parrott goes to run and is stopped short, however, and is called. What's the call on the field a there? First, the call on the field's a first down. Call on the field's a first down. Now, we go and watch the replay, and what everybody sees in the replay, except for apparently the replay official, is that there's a 300-pound white boy standing right exactly where the fourth down marker is. And JT Barrett, during his tackles, run into him and does not move past him. Now, this white boy, who is on his team, um, he's, he doesn't move. And therefore, by the transitive Uh, I don't know. I can still hear you, though. 
Okay, so uh, as Simeon tries to reboot and hopefully uh, will be back with us, um, Mom, will college football be the uh, equivalent to minor league baseball? Yes, but it will be more popular. I believe it already is the equivalent of minor league baseball because it is. Um, You still have the draft, uh, but it is football. The NFL doesn't have a development league, so... um, their development league is college football, and then they draft from there. So, yes. And JT was short by about three inches. I agree with Simeon. Um, Mom, we watched that game together, so I'm not quite sure how you forgot that. But, you know, it is what it is. You did raise five kids. Is Simeon back? He is. Hi. Well, let's hope that this doesn't mess us up too much. It probably well, will. You know it's going to. So I did uh, answer all the other questions that awesome. Mom awesome. had well, given us. with that being done... Um, my breaking news bulletin is not here, unfortunately. Um, womp womp. And probably knowing that it, it wouldn't even work. Let's look. <laughs> I'm in danger. Hey, look, it does work. Um, it's way behind, though. Uh, Michigan, Jim Harbaugh announced Saturday um, that Michigan would split their two QBs. They've been in a QB battle. I don't know if you can really call it that. Um, with how nice the, the two guys have been towards each other, um, including J.J. McCarthy kind of saying that it was Cade McNamara's. But I appreciate the job was Cade McNamara's, but I do, however, appreciate the competitiveness either way. Um, that he will be starting week one versus Colorado State. There you will go. be uh, Cade McNamara starting and leading the, quarterback, leading the offense uh, with week two against uh, the Hawaii um, be led by J.J. McCarthy being starting. And uh, Micaiah, normally when we see quarterback battles and they don't get settled before training camp, things go south. Do you think that will be the case here as well? I don't. Things aren't going to go south because of the quarterback play. Listen, the only thing that's going to derail Michigan offensively this year is turnovers because their roster is stacked enough to have one of the best offensive uh, offenses in the country. I do, however, think that it can't much linger past those two games. You need to be able to, at the end of Hawaii... Uh, be able to say it's either JJ or it's Cade. However, either way, you're going to get a big dose of five offensive linemen just absolutely shoving it down the opposing defensive linemen's throats at least 40 times a game, no matter who is under center. So, And everyone knows that, and it's going to come, and you're not going to be able to stop it anyway. It'll be interesting to see, but yes, the quicker they figure this out, the better for the whole team because that means the quarterback and receivers can get on the same page because that's what you need at the end of the season when you take on the O-H-I-O State University. Um, That game's 12 p.m. on ABC in Ann Arbor. Micaiah, Michigan, currently uh, 30-point favorites. Yeah, I I wouldn't touch that line because I don't know. However, the line I would touch, touch is the over-under currently sitting at 61-and-a-half. Michigan's defense, yeah, it has a drop-off, but I'm being, told, I'm being told and I'm seeing videos that they're just as athletic as at last year, but it's going to be more of a team effort instead of a two-guy effort. This is like a 44-7 to type of game. Kind of like a Western Michigan score last year. I don't think they come close to 60, 61 or 62.5, so take the under with that. That's just a freebie for everyone. Yeah, we're, that's not where we'll be going. Obviously, um, we're going to start with Thursday. we got a full weekend. Now, it is uh, Memorial Day. I almost said Labor Day. It is Memorial Day weekend. Nope. Wrong. Labor Day. I got that backwards. Wow. Yikes, man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I just felt like throwing that one out there. Yeah, uh, we do have games Sunday, Florida State, LSU, and Monday, Clemson at Georgia Tech. Well, I'm, I'm sure Makai is probably going to be picking one of those games, so we'll be back to them. If not, they'll be we'll be back in my picks. It's a lot of games this week, guys. 
It's a yeah. lot of games this it's weekend. It's the full Slater. It's the full Slater. We kick off on ESPN3, live from Info Cesion Stadium in Akron, Ohio. Oh. It is the Akron Zips. At, no, we're not talking about that game. Guys take no. Akron to lose, most likely, even though they're playing in FCS school. Um, we're just going to kind of go over a few. I'm just going to go over the games so that people know what's going on, and then we'll pick out. There are, uh, it looks like, two big games on, uh, sorry, on Thursday. Um, yes. Oklahoma State will be playing Central Miss. Uh, Tennessee will be playing Ball State. I'm not – a bunch of people are playing FCS schools that I don't care about. Um, Missouri's paying La Tech. Minnesota's playing New Mexico State. If you're playing an FCS school, you didn't get called out. Normally these are cupcakes. But teams like Arizona um, and Arizona. By the way, the over-under for Tennessee and Ball State is 68. Ladies, just for ladies and gentlemen, I should say, for a point of reference, when the over under starts creeping up around seventy, it almost never gets there. Yeah, take except the under. for when except for when it does. I don't know how much ball state can score, but I don't think Tennessee is gonna be scoring sixty plus. Mm, yeah, and they're definitely not they're more like a thirty five point team. They're not Well, I mean I'm more thinking that they're going to score like 56. So now we're like, is Ball State really going to hang 21 on uh, on Tennessee, on a, which they could? I, I would just stay away from that line. All I'm saying is that kind of shocked me a little bit. Yeah, that's weird. Go ahead and take that under. Okay, so the big we have two big games on Thursday. Um, we've You've heard of one. Um, it is the Backyard Brawl yeah. um, in Pittsburgh. At Heinz Field, that's no longer Heinz Field. Um, it is Pittsburgh at West Virginia. Pittsburgh's ranked 17th. Micaiah, for some reason, Deadsman Howard. West Virginia at Pittsburgh. You literally just said okay, it's listen. at Heinz Field. That's no longer Heinz Field. Okay, can you just... I'm going to be calling a bunch of these games. Maybe don't uh-huh. nitpick every single time I misspeak. I can't. Get it right. Guys, there's this thing called the ESPN app or any of your sports apps. They all have the schedules on... If you're going to see this game, you already know where it's at. So moving on to the things that actually matter. Makai, is this one of the games that you're picking? No. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Pittsburgh's ranked 17. Desmond Howard has them winning the ACC for some reason. He's clearly on acid. Um, West Virginia transfer quarterback. I want to see here real quick. Um, uh, The Pittsburgh seven and a half point favorites. I think it's Pittsburgh. I think it's Pittsburgh with the points. I think they're going to put like ten, 10 extra over unders fifty. Take the over. Pick Pittsburgh here. I think even with the new, uh, even with the new quarterback, I don't think it's going to be enough for the Mountaineers. I think Pittsburgh's going to have uh, some. I would also. I would also take. I'm taking Pittsburgh to win this game. Yeah, Keaton Slovis came over from USC as a transfer quarterback. So really, there's. I mean, yeah, uh, Kenny Pickett was a four-year starter, but in terms of talent level, there's no real decline. I'm being told that even with the loss of Jordan Addison to USC, that their wide receivers are still very good. So um, yeah, I mean, JT Daniels gets a rocky start. Backyard brawl. It'll be fun. There'll be a fight, I'm sure. But let's get it, son. Kicking off week Uno. Uh, the second big game that we're going o- that we're going on here is uh, Purdue uh, hosting Penn State. Look at that, me getting it right. You got it right. Yeah. Purdue is a three and a half point underdog. Over under is fifty two. If you're picking that. Um, Penn Take State's the over. Ha- yeah, really. I think Penn State's yeah. going to have to be carry carry that. You're telling no. me Penn State's going to be scoring forty points? No, Purdue's only like a two score team. No, 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 no. Purdue has one of the best offenses in the entire country, my dude. Passing offenses, at least. Go look at their last five games. Click on it and go look at their last five games. I'm, you're going to make me do this. <sighs> If, Do you want this, me to tell you? Are you picking? Have, are, are you? This is one of the games you're picking. No. Okay. Oh wait, hold on. I, I mean, take. I'm in their last five games last year. Purdue yeah. scored 48, 44, 32, 31, and forty. Wow. 
One of the best passing offenses in the league. Now, their defense is going to probably be trash because their defense was trash last year. Yeah, three of those Sean games Clifford, were losses. <laughs> Sean Clifford is back for a, a millionth and a half season. He is about 90 years old old now, uh, starting for the Penn State Nittany Lions. I like Penn State to win, but barely. But I like the over-under, 52 and a half. Take the over, ladies and gents. All right. Again, that's just a little extra-extra. Rest of the games on Thursdays, bear with me now while Simeon makes his pick. This is how it goes. Simeon picks all the winners, just outright. Um, then you put it in a parlay bet, and if you win, you make like forty grand. Uh, so rest of the Thursday night games that are available on FanDuel were not sponsored. Take Oklahoma State over Central Michigan. That's pretty obvious. Yeah, I'm taking Tennessee. However, do not take the, them with the points. I don't think they're going to put up. 35.5 points over Ball State. Um, take Missouri over La Tech. There's no way in hell that Louisiana is winning. Uh, Minnesota and New Mexico State are not taking any bets. Minnesota is favored by 36.5 points. Over under is uh, 52. Guys, this is PJ Flex prove it year. If not, he's probably gone, if not on the hot seat next year. You're going to want to take Minnesota in this game if for some reason you can find a bet. I can't. All right. Moving on to Friday. Um, Friday's matchups a little bit smaller. We got Michigan State at Western Michigan. We have Old Dominion at Virginia Tech, Indiana at Illinois, and Temple at Duke, as well as TCU at Colorado. Um, Makai, are you picking any of these games, or should I just buzz through them? No, the only tidbit I have is Illinois. At Indiana, Illinois played last week Wyoming. You caught that in the earlier segment, I would hope, everybody. Mm -hmm. They're two-and-a-half-point underdogs. You can get them plus two-and-a-half right now at plus 100, or you can pick them outright for plus 126. Indiana was the worst team in the East last year by a mile, and you expect me to have them rebound with with all of that? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Illinois getting the running start, okay? Indiana from the standstill, Illinois plus two and a half were outright. Either one would work for me. Um, so go ahead and buzz through. All right, we're going to buzz through these. Big game there, 10 p.m. on uh, ESPN is TCU Colorado. That's a night game. Oh, by the way, that Minnesota – nope, not Minnesota. Where's the Friday night games that I care about? I could have sworn there wasn't one that – oh, no, it's TCU at Colorado. Um that's a Friday game. Wait, I'm so sorry. I'm so I'm turned around, guys. It's the Purdue Penn State game. I want to let you know that's 8 p.m. on Fox, just in case, because I that's a game worth watching, in my opinion. Okay, Fridays. All right, TCU Colorado take TCU over unders 55 and a half. Guys, these are both even with tough schedules. These are both 25 to 30 point games. Take the over, in my opinion. It's at 110, so it's not it's not going to make you a ton of money. Take Michigan State over Western Michigan. Yeah, Western Michigan, you proved it last year, but we all know that all Mac schools are one-hit wonders, so prove it to me again. Virginia Tech at Old Dominion, but if you're feeling feisty, uh, they're only 7.5-point favorites. Virginia they Tech's are. knowing to drop a game or two. If you're feeling feisty, pick, the, pick Old Dominion, but I'm going to go with the sure thing. Uh, Temple is about as good as my asshole is at kissing people, so... Go ahead and pick Duke to win, even though they're only six-and-a-half-point favorites. Sorry, Mom. Sorry, Dad. It was just funny. Uh, Illinois, Indiana. Makaya, I think you just gave me some advice on here. This one's hard. This is a two-and-a-half-point Indiana favorite. I want My gut says Illinois. Should I trust my gut? Yes. Okay. Wow, that was great. All righty. Now we're on to Saturday. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just expected you to be like Michigan Michigan State, Virginia Tech, like run through it quicker. You're like doing everything plus a little extra, man. You might as well have some fun with it. Listen, you got to well, make I the su- people some money. Well, yeah, but, you know, you can make people money quicker than what you are. Listen, we're ignoring all the FCS versus SBS games. I think I'm okay mm. to rant a little bit. Mm. We're only at... Well, now it's 13 minutes. I don't know if the other one's going to count. It's 30 minutes. We're only at like 30 minutes, so I think we're going to be okay. Let's get to Saturday. 
You yeah. already heard the big noon. Well, that's not the big noon kickoff, but ABC's no, afternoon not. kickoff. You already heard is. that. Uh, I want to go to the big noon kickoff, which where do they not have one? Yeah, I don't know what it is, but there's not a big game. Are like you... Fox is even just promoing next week's game, the tenth September 10th, which is Alabama at Texas. Okay, interesting. So, you got NC State versus East Carolina, Buffalo at Maryland, Boston College at Rutgers. That's an interesting, weird game. Appalachian State, North Carolina. Guys, watch that game at 12. That's on ESPNU. Yeah, North Carolina, kind of their new uh, quarterback, Sam Howell, got a replacement because he moved on to the draft through five touchdowns against Florida A&M. However, Florida A&M down like 20-some players because of um, like academic reasons or something like that. Still put up 24 points. The over-under is currently 50-something. Might want to take a long, <laughs> hard look and hammer that over. That's all I'm trying to say here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, take the over. Everything's 110 right now. Over, under, outright. It's a half-point game. It's basically even. Um, so do you, do you want a, me to jump, yeah, jump in? Yeah, yeah I, just real quick. I'm taking Appalachian State. Micaiah, go. Oh. What do you got here? All right, well, I got nothing in the noon o'clock hour. Sure. Uh, but my games start at 3.30. 3.30 Eastern, listen, it's going to open up right away. You got the defending champs, n- number three, Georgia Bulldogs, playing in the Atlanta Dome. So it's a new neutral site for those of you listening. I just did the air quotation against number 11, Oregon. This is going to be a home game because Georgia will just – it's in Georgia and – They'll just the fans will just you know go from Georgia to Georgia, not Oregon to Georgia. Um, people really aren't talking about the defending national champions. Stetson Bennett, can you not turn the ball over? That's pretty much what it comes down to. How good is Kirby Smart at reloading a, a one of the best defenses of all time? I think it'll be pretty solid. The over on right now it is the spread's like seventeen and a half. Again, my questions are with Stetson Bennett, that offensive line, and the running backs, how well can they get it done after kind of a magical season last year? Also, Oregon got a new defensive coordinator that was with Georgia last season. And I'm sorry, they took Georgia's defense. Oregon took Georgia's defensive coordinator, Dan Lanning, to be their head coach. This is going to be a defensive-minded game. The over-under is 53-and-a-half. I think you take the under. I think this is a 24-17 type game or a 24-3. Something that is kind of a low scoring, but Georgia dominates it. I don't know whether it's 18 points good enough. If that number was around two scores, I definitely would have taken Georgia. So I'm taking the under 53 and a half and Georgia to win just to so everyone knows. Is that your? Is that one of your bets? Because that is one. It, okay. we, will we are do processing. Just to clarify, we are processing all of Micaiah's picks through his bets. They may be separate, but they're still going to be. Where it's the easiest way for my mind to understand what Micaiah is saying because he's smarter than I am. Micaiah, next one, give it to me. Okay, next one, give it to me is also a three thirty game. So instead of uh, this one, that one will be on ABC. This one is on ESPN. Simeon, your overrated team of the year, the number 23 Cincinnati Bearcats, going to Fayetteville, Arkansas, home of Walmart, uh, (laughs) to take on number 19, Arkansas. Listen, Arkansas has that and has the quarterback, K.J. Jefferson, and the running back back. We all know what Cincinnati lost. Their running back, their wide receiver, uh, most of their defensive production, and most importantly, their four-year starter in Desmond Ritter to the NFL draft. Arkansas is is getting six and a half points. I think this is a close game, but I like Arkansas to win and cover. So take Arkansas minus the six and a half points because I think – it's a close game. It's a good game. I'm thinking this is a 31-24 type game, which is a seven-point game. You get your cover that way. So, everyone, go hit Arkansas because I think they could be a sleeper in the SEC potentially if bounces go their way. Uh, 
I have Arkansas winning that game as well. So I think they're going to drop. I definitely think they're going to drop it. I think Arkansas was pretty hot as well. Micaiah. Yeah, I did. Give me another one. All right. Number seven, Utah. The Lee Corso's pick to make uh, one of Lee Corso's picks to make the college football playoff. They're really right now. Experts are looking, including myself, are looking at Utah being like most of your productions back, including your quarterback and running back offensive. This is a very tough-minded team. Their uh, head coach wants to win the line of scrimmage, both offensively and defensively. They go to Gainesville, first game of the season, to Florida at night, 7 p.m., ESPN, that's ESPN for those of you who can't figure that out. Here's the disrespectful part. The coach from Louisiana, what's his name, Simeon? Billy Napier, right? Yeah. 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 Took over as Florida. So now it is that talent that underperformed last year. Can he rev that talent back up? Also, Utah, can you not fall flat on your face early in in the season like you did last year? Here's the disrespectful part to me. Utah's only getting two and a half points, Simeon. This is at least a seven-point game, plus Utah has shown the toughness. They went toe-to-toe with the Buckeyes last year. Ohio State had to rally. They absolutely demolished Oregon twice in three weeks last year. And ladies and gentlemen, when I mean demolished, I mean demolished. List. Oregon okay. should be ranked demolished. It, 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 it looked like an FBS and an FCS school played each other, and Utah was the FBS school, okay? I understand it's at night. It's at Gainesville. It's going to be loud. It's going to be hostile. It's going to be rowdy. Here's the thing. When you're installing a new system with a new head coach, things take time. Michigan went to Utah and Harbaugh's first year, and they lost by seven. I'm not saying this makes Florida a bad team. I'm saying that Utah's pretty darn good this year, or at least should be. You take Utah to win, and if you don't like them odds, you take Utah minus the points because it's at least a seven-point game. That's number three, right? We're on to number four. Uh, Number four. Number four is going to be the game of the weekend, hopefully anyway. You got number five, Notre Dame, fighting Irish, going to the horseshoe to take on the number two ranked team in the nation, Ohio State. A couple things to keep in mind here. Right now the spread is 17 and a half. A couple things to take in mind. Ohio State is not as good at home as people are led to believe. Be- typically because of the rest of the Big Ten, talent-wise, there's a disparity in the gap. There's a talent okay? gap, one could say. There's a talent gap. Thank you. Notre Dame also, yeah, they're out of conference. Get- well, out of conference. They're non-big games because they're independent yeah, those teams tend to suck, but listen, since 2018, they've lost like eight games. Three in the college football playoff, one to Michigan at night at home, one to Georgia at home, and uh, and then a couple to really good teams. Okay, so here we go. You have a new defensive-minded head coach for Notre Dame. He's young. He's good-looking. That has nothing to do with it. I just noticed that today. And Ohio State is what Ohio State is. I expect them to average 45 points a game, if not more. Here's the thing. It's disrespectful to Notre Dame to think that they can't keep it within 17. I understand it's new. Ohio State's the sexy pick. That's the reason. Ohio State has not been able to show up in big games. Every time they're asked to show up in big games, what do they do? They fall flat on their face, except for that game against Clemson where all their players got up in the college football playoff and Trevor Lawrence had absolutely no help offensively. So you take Ohio State to win, but I am betting Notre Dame plus the points, plus 17.5. That is a ginormous number. Could be a 10-point win, could be a 14-point win for Ohio State, but it's within 17 points. Mark my words. Number five. Number five. Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen, it's Florida State at LSU. Brian Kelly's coaching debut. People say that Tiger Stadium, this is LSU's field, is is two different venues, one during the day and one at night. It's going to be hostile. It's going to be very loud. The ground is going to shake. It actually uh, does. A, yes. Uh, I hate to hate to do this to you. 
unless yep. this is where you're going. It's uh-huh. it's at the Superdome. This game is being played at the Superdome. Now, well, you're okay. going to travel, and we know the Superdome gets loud, so right. same thing. Continue okay. on. Still, but thank you. It's kind of a... It's still in Louisiana, so it's back to the Georgia-Oregon thing, yeah. right? It, right. Um, the LSU, Louisiana State, still has to travel to Louisiana. However, Florida State's probably not that far of a drive. Here we go. The over-under is 51 and a half. LSU is a favorite in a head coach debut. Here's the thing that ha- that is going for LSU, if you mind. They got a quarterback transfer from Arizona State. Three-year yep. quarterback transfer. Veteran, they're going to have a big offensive line, and LSU wasn't terrible on offense last year. Nope. Florida State, by the way, did play in Week Zero against Duquesne. Duquesne. Yes, it's an, yes, it's an FCS school, but for the first time in program history, they had three 100-yard rushers in the same game. Wow! So that's going to be a ground game, boy. Over unders fifty one and a half. Oh, <laughs> smash that over! Simeon's got it. I'm taking LSU to win now. And this kind of changes because I didn't know it was at the Superdome. So, Simeon, thank you for correcting me. You're welcome. However, I you still smash the over. Absolutely, you smash the over. And I'm going to take LSU just because it is still in the state of Louisiana. I, if this was at home, I would take Florida State. And Florida State, if they keep it close with LSU... Listen, people are going to be looking at Florida State in a real good way, and if Florida State finds out a way to beat LSU in the Superdome in Louisiana, it, things are going to get out of control in Tallahassee pretty quick. Uh, last neutral site game is on Sunday. It's Clemson at Georgia Tech in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, which is interesting. That it's two Mercedes-Benz Superdome games. If they had, if if pro football was playing. That means they'd have three days straight of football. Wait, wait so I'm sorry. Florida State LSU is in is in, Atlanta the, is as in well. the Superdome. That's now Caesar Superdome, as in Caesar okay. Sportsbook right. Superdome's not right. Pizza Pizza. So yeah, but there's the other that one, which is the good, Georgia. By the way. Thanks, it's what I do. Um, I also do a pretty good R2D2 as well as a Yoshi. <laughs> All right, we'll do the R2D2. Wow. Not bad. By the way, Clemson's going to have one of the best defenses. Clemson's going to have the be- the best defense in the country. That is my prediction for the year for Clemson. Georgia Tech has no production whatever. Their only production left to go to Alabama, who was their running back, Jameer Gibbs, left to go to Alabama. So there's no production on Georgia Tech. The Clemson minus 22.5, absolutely just hammer it. Because all Dabo's been hearing is that Dabo's team doesn't have it anymore all offseason. This is a 30-point romp, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Another interesting game that I just want to point out here real quick, and it's not interesting before I go stand, stick with me, camera guy, because it's about to get serious. Western Kentucky at Hawaii at 11.59 p.m. They wanted this game to be on Saturday badly. Uh, and I don't know if that's local time. I'm assuming that's our time. Yeah, uh, guys. Western Kentucky has an air raid offense. Yeah. I forget what the over under is because I'm already made my bets. I think um, it's seventy. Yeah, that's one of those games where they might make it. Because don't be surprised if the if the if West with how bad Hawaii's defense is, if Western Kentucky puts up 500 passing yards. It's it's 67 and a half. Yeah, and la- and last week. So what's the number on teams, that? Both the what, what do you mean? What's the number like minus what? Oh, uh, Western Kentucky minus 16. No, no, no. What's the over under bet number? If I put one dollar down, how much am I making? Oh, I oh I don't know. I'm ju- I'm just looking at the ESPN app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, both these teams played last week. Western Kentucky put up 38, allowed 27, and Hawaii. We talked about that. So, um, I actually in this case I would hammer that over. It's it's minus 112 for the over. So yes, make that over. Okay. Now, here's the deal. There are so many games that you can bet on. Exactly. Quick math, I'm better at it. 41 that you can bet on that FanDuel, again, not sponsored, made me split it into two bets. Okay? 
So, these are all games that you can bet on. There are a few games that are locked out, i.e. those will be opened up closer to the game because the odds are fluctuating so much. Um, so if you don't hear them, either A, your school's playing in FCS school and should go kick rocks, or B, I can't bet on them yet. So, starting Are you going to do this quicker than uh, quicker? Thursday and Friday? Yes. Oklahoma okay. State, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, we already went over, Penn State, Missouri, Michigan State, Vatek, Duke, Illinois, TCU, Michigan, App State, upset over North Carolina, Maryland, don't be surprised, but yeah, Maryland, Boston College, who is favored, by the way, over Rutgers, UCLA, Arkansas, Arkansas, the fighting Brady hoax over Arizona, sorry, Makaya. How dare you? I'm sorry, Oklahoma over UTEP, Houston over UTSA. I'm sorry, guys. You're going to go 11 and one again this year. I know it. You're just not going to be able to beat Houston. Meet me. Uh, Tulsa over Wyoming, Old Miss over Troy, BYU, Nevada, James Madison over Middle Tennessee. Now, James, time out. Yep, yep. time out. Yep. Right there. Okay. Everyone needs to understand this. This is James Madison's very first FBS game. They've played in. They've played other FBS teams. This is their first game ever when their school is part of the FBS, and they are favored to Middle Tennessee by five and a half. That is absolutely asinine, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not saying James Madison isn't deserving, but I'm saying go hammer uh, Tennessee State. No, it's or first of all it's Middle Tennessee. Second of all, whatever. It's it's at the stadium, bro. It's at GMU. Ah, I changed my pick. Yeah. Changed it. <laughs> changed it. It's at GMU, and they're not sexy. Bad. It's not bad. It's like if North Dakota State was playing Illinois. It's a sexy stadium. Yep. It, it is. Okay. Florida Atlantic over Ohio. Now we have to go to the 16, only a 16-leg parlay. That was a 25. By the way, if you pick all with me, and I'm right, $1 will win you $726. So... Oh. Nice. There you go. All right. Georgia over Oregon. UCS, USC. Let's try to not have a stroke. Kentucky. Liberty over Southern Miss. I hate myself. Uh, Tulane over Mass. Coastal Carolina over Army. Ohio State. South Carolina. SMU over North Texas. That should be an interesting game. Uh, Mississippi State. Louisville over Syracuse. Washington over Stent. Kent State, Boise over over Oregon State, Western Kentucky over Iowa, Iowa uh, Hawaii, dear Lord. There it is. LSU, again, with Micaiah and Clemson over Georgia Tech. That is all of my picks. Now watch me go hit almost every single one of these. By the way, I will be cashing out on that one if I hit it. If I get to like 50 bucks, I'm cashing out. I mean, I would cash out as long as you make all your money back. That's what I would do. Well, I can cash out right now for a buck. Okay, not right now. But here's the thing. As soon as one team loses, they're not going to give you that cash out option. That's fine. So you got to go perfect in the nooner games. Which I think I can do. The nooner games doesn't surprise me. It, mm. it's, the, it's the later the, games that surprise me. Your boy's me. feeling confident, ladies and gentlemen. So Saturday noons, Appalachian State, North Carolina. They were just really good last year. Maryland over Again, over the I, Buffalo I, Bulls. I almost made a pick, not an official one, um, but the over under being what it is and how bad North Carolina's defense was against a team that had four players yeah. being able to play. Score allowed twenty four points. Are you kidding me right now, North Carolina? That was your problem last year. Mac Brown, go fix something. You know, uh, just, so just to recap my picks, if I may. Yeah, please do because we're going to be wrapping up this week's episode. Excellent, excellent. So I will give you all the winners of all the games and what I am betting on. You bet the under for Oregon, Georgia. Georgia's going to win though. Arkansas, uh, Cincinnati. You take Arkansas minus the points to win. I think that's self-explanatory. Who's going to? Who I think is going to win? Utah at Florida. You take Utah minus the points. Again, pretty self-explanatory there. Notre Dame at Ohio State. Ohio State to win, but Notre Dame to cover. Florida State 
at sort of uh, LSU. You take the over at 51.5, and and you take LSU to win. And then plus some little extras, little tidbits on it, little jimmies on the ice cream, if you will. Penn State-Purdue, you take the over 52.5. You take Illinois either outright or plus 2.5. Utah State playing at Alabama, you take them to cover at 42.5. And I know it's risky, but Nick Saban doesn't normally put up buku points against a FBS school. Like, yeah, they'll win by 35, but that's still less hey, than 42. Um, um, Michigan, uh, Colorado State, you take the under. And Clemson, which I really like, you take minus the points. So Clemson to win by at least 23. Now, just... To finish this off, because we just gave you a lot of college football in a little bit of time. I don't want anybody hearing. But, Simeon, listen, Captain Fatty, you and Captain Boring, you didn't cover my school. Or you and Captain Boring didn't go into enough detail. Here's the deal. If we could have a four-hour-long podcast and break down every single game and spend a half hour on things, we would. But our YouTube analytics don't show us that. So... If you're not subscribed, please subscribe to us, first of all. And maybe that will let us say, you know, people would listen to an hour and a half to, you know, podcast over sports. Second of all, you might get your team shout out. Third of all, if your team didn't suck, I would talk about them. So, and fourth of all, this is week one. There's, besides, like, there's not... Mm, we've, preview, we've previewed all the teams already. Go back and listen to earlier podcasts. There's not much to talk about. you got to wait for the games to happen. It's kind of like last week, week zero. I'm just excited for the games to happen. Listen, I, I could scream blue in the face that Utah has all this firepower, but if they go and absolutely get curb stomped by Florida, my view is completely going to change of them. I'm picking I'm picking Utah in that game, by the way. Okay, well, good for you. You know, if Cincinnati just gets railroaded by Arkansas, we're going to say, told you so, but if it happens the other way, it's, okay, so Cincinnati's actually pretty good. If Georgia railroads Oregon, everyone's like, yeah, okay. If Oregon railroads Georgia, everyone's like, oh my gosh, the sky is falling. So, you just got to wait. And see how the There's game is played. There's been a lot of railroad and gnashing in this game. Well, railroad and gashing? Yeah. I don't think I've ever used the word gnashing in my life. It reminds me of the word gnawing. Gnashing does. Yeah, you gotta Gash. gnaw that. You gotta gnaw it up. <laughs> Alright, end it, man. Go dogs. <laughs> okay, guys. You know this has been the 4th and 1 podcast with, uh, obviously, live from Lancaster, England. It's Pennsylvania. As always, anchor.fm slash 4th and 1. You can support us there and listen to it. We love you all. We will be happy to see you. Calm down. Go. Go wash your hands, you filthy animal. Dear Lord, he can't wait for college football. 